this is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can subscribe at iTunes or anywhere you get your podcasts. You can subscribe for free, of course. And you can catch my live radio show five days a week, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. at KMZQ in Las Vegas. That's AM 670. And if you're in Vegas, you can hear it on the radio or anywhere. You can hear it on a link at HeidiHarris.com. You know, it's funny how people today seem to feel as if they're not good enough, but it's based on something other than just internal pressure. In other words, we've always felt like we needed to do more with our lives. Well, certainly I've always felt that way. And I've joked about the fact that if I were to be buried, which I don't care to be buried, but if I were on my tombstone, I would probably want it to be said, I never lived up to my potential. Really? I feel that way in a lot of areas of my life, and I think a lot of people do. But it doesn't depress me. I do what I can. I only have so many hours in a day. I you know, have a job and a husband and dogs and responsibilities like anybody else. And I just don't have endless time to try my hand at every single thing that I might want to accomplish in the short period of time that God gives me. So I have to let some things go. There are a lot of things that I would like to have done, and I just haven't gotten done yet. But I've done a whole lot more than I ever thought I would in a lot of other ways. So I'm very content with the situation that I'm in, and I'm content with the gifts that God has given me and the opportunities I've gotten and the things that have happened that I haven't expected that have been tough things, to, you know, whether it been setbacks at work or uh, personally or anything else. You know what? You get through it. That's what God's all about, right? And as you get older, you get more resilience, or certainly you should. There was a recent survey that was done of millennials. This is people ages 22 to 38 has revealed that 8 out of 10 flat out believe they're not good enough in virtually all areas of their lives. 7 in 10 say the chores like going to the gym every day, maintaining a presence on social media, making enough money, are among the top reasons why they feel overwhelmed from time to time. Now, I'm not going to lie. I've talked about this in podcasts, and I've talked about this on the air. There are times that I feel overwhelmed. I feel like I'm really stuck in a baseball batting cage and all the balls are coming at me and I can't keep up. And, and you can easily do that if you choose to, because there's so much news coming at you. There's so much information, uh, requests and emails and people who want to be on my show and people who want me to go somewhere or do something, or it's a constant, constant thing. And I can't even imagine what it's like if you're, you know, some huge star or something like that. It's got to be crazy, but then you hire people to handle all that, right? To basically run interference for you. So at times I get overwhelmed. I do. And then I just have to take a deep breath and say, I can't do everything. Well, I'm also older. I'm not 25 anymore. And so there are things I want to do and I just can't and I understand it. But a lot of these kids don't even understand that they just can't do everything. And they don't know how to sit back and relax and take a deep breath and say, okay, I can't do that. See, when I was growing up, we didn't have things like Facebook. So you didn't know what was going on. Like the other day, some friends of mine got together that I used to work with. Uh, three or four of them got together. And I work with these girls in my 20s. And I know them all very well. And I would never have known that they got together without me. Not that they have to call me when they get together. But they got together without me. And I would never have known if it weren't for Facebook. And they posted a picture and I thought, harumph, you know, and I put that on Facebook and I said, well, thanks. I'm starting to take this personally, girls. Now, nobody owes me an invitation and I know all these girls like me, so it's not about that. The point is this, um, I wouldn't have gotten my feelings hurt and they weren't really hurt. I'm not that sensitive, but I wouldn't have even known about it had it not been for Facebook. So stick with me here. I'm talking about millennials. When you were a teenager, and you were left out of something, and your friends were going out, you didn't know who was going out, where they were going, what they were doing. You had no way to know. If they called you, fine. If they didn't call you, fine. That was it. You sat home and watched Love Boat or something, but you didn't realize everybody was having fun without you, or that's the perception anyway. 
So nowadays, these kids feel like they have to post on social media. They have to put their entire lives up there. They have to do this. They have to do that. Some kids say they feel a lot of pressure to walk at least 10,000 steps a day. Who put that up there? I mean, that's something on a watch. Some watch tells you you have to get in 10,000 steps a day. So now you got to march like a little soldier 10,000 steps a day. I mean, it's crazy. But we are allowing these devices into our lives that force us to constantly measure ourselves against others. We always do this. I mean, you know, you're not as pretty as somebody, you're not as thin as somebody, you're not as wealthy, you're not as uh, successful, whatever it might be. Everybody does that anyway. It's human nature. Uh, but you pay attention to what people are doing and wearing and that kind of thing. But on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all these kinds of things, you think everybody's life is perfect. It's not. But you feel this constant pressure to be like them. Well, you don't know what they're really dealing with. Somebody could have put a video up there on Facebook for five or ten minutes and had a fight with their husband for hours afterwards. You don't know. You have no idea what they're doing. And when you look on Instagram and all these things, you've got to keep up with the latest fashion trends. Well, another reason I'm glad I'm not 25 anymore. A part of it is because I'm in radio. I can wear, you know, thrift store slop to work, and I do a lot of times. I literally, most mornings, will spend less than a minute deciding what to wear because I don't have to dress up for work. And that is a huge benefit. Now, I have nicer stuff if I need to go places. But in general, I don't have to worry about it. But younger people, I remember what it was like when I was working as a cocktail waitress in my 20s. I'd go to the mall every day. I did. I would take the money I've earned and tips the night before and go spend it at the mall, knowing I'd get money the next day. I mean, that when I was really young and stupid, I did this. And I wish I hadn't. And why did I even bother? Because I wore a uniform to work every day. Why did I even have to have all those clothes? I mean, it was craziness. But I was young and dumb, and that's what you did. So there you go. 79% of these millennials surveyed said that they admit their overall mental health has suffered as a result of the fact that they feel like they're not making enough money, they're not walking enough steps, they're not doing this, they're not doing that. For example, many respondents said they feel pressure to walk, as I mentioned, the 10,000 steps each day. They want to buy property as soon as possible. They have to own a nice car and they have to stay up to date on fashions, as I mentioned. And it's pretty scary. And by the way, you're trying to do this on top of things like, you know, daily commitments. Once again, that's what I have, like everyone else does. I know what I can do over the course of the day. And sometimes I'll go to events. I recently went to hear a guy speak, and he was a uh, radio person. And I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and I'm doing videos, and writing books, and da 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 And I'm thinking... I don't know about you, but I don't have 28 hours in my day to do all this stuff. I don't. Now, this person probably clearly has a lot of help to get these things accomplished, but that's not something that's in my budget right now, so it's all about me. Either I can do it or I can't do it, and if I can't do it, I just let it go, but I'm also past the millennial age. I don't have to worry about this. 75% of respondents to this survey said their efforts to succeed in life have actually had an impact on their personal relationships. The majority say that the pressure they feel to succeed professionally has had a negative impact on their careers. Well, there are a lot of people like that. There are a lot of people in my age group who are like that. They don't care about their family. They don't care about anything really. Well, they say they care about their family, but the reality is they'd rather go out and be on some red carpet. In I'm talking about my job or people in the public eye. They'd rather go out and have the adoration of the crowds than spend time with their family. And I see it all the time, and that's why they don't stay married because they haven't put in the time and effort at home. They put in the time and effort on their career. And I know it's tough sometimes, once again, you have to decide what's important. I remember years ago, I read a book by Deborah Norville, you know her of Inside Edition. This was when she worked on the Today Show, I think it was. She wrote it after that. And she was talking about being married. And she said, I have a contract with my husband for life. 
I have a contact cracked with NBC for five years. And I thought, you know what? You go, girl. That's exactly right. Jobs come and go. I mean, I could be out the door. Any day that I come to work could be my last day. That's just the way it is. And I'm okay with that. I've dealt with this all my radio career, but that's what, you know, it's part of life. But a lot of these kids say that, uh, about 25% of these kids, these millennials, say that their number one source of pressure is their parents, followed by a fifth of respondents who cite social media. And a lot of them say they just flat out put a lot of unfair pressure on themselves to succeed. But my larger issue for these folks is you have to know that you were created for something special. And I do get it because when I was in my 20s, I was trying to figure out what God put me here to do. And it wasn't to be a cocktail waitress. Nothing wrong with that job. God bless the people who do it. And I've got a lot of friends still doing it. God bless you. I didn't want to do that forever. I just didn't want to. And I knew there was something else that God had for me, but I didn't know what. I really didn't. And if you've read my book, it's called Don't Pat Me on the Head, Blowbacks or Setbacks and Comebacks in Vegas Radio, and it's on Amazon. If you read my book, you'll understand all the things that I did before I got into talk radio. And I did other things that prepared me for talk radio besides reading and all that other stuff and educating myself on issues and principles and things like that. But besides that, the jobs that I had helped prepare me for what God was ultimately calling me to do. And I've always been good at communicating, and this is what I've been doing now for 22 years. But when you know what God calls you to do, it makes it a lot easier for you. And when you're young, you may think being a lawyer is the way I need to go, a doctor. I need to make a lot of money, so then I'll have the fancy car and the fancy house. And nothing wrong with that. God bless both those occupations. But if that's not what God's called you to do, you're going to be miserable. So I think if I were going to give advice to somebody in their 20s, I would certainly say to them, realistically evaluate what you're good at. Because I spent so many years of my life doing things that I really, I thought I should do, that I didn't have the aptitude for. I was told to shut up and calm down in more jobs than you can possibly imagine before I finally got with it. I mean, I thought if I got off the casino floor and I became an executive secretary, that was it. Boy, I'd achieved gold then. Wow, well, at least I got out of doing cocktails, which is a really hard job to get out of because you make decent money. Uh, it's a, you know, you, maybe you don't have the job skills that you need for other things. It makes it very difficult to leave. And so when I did, to me, that was a heck of a, an achievement for me, not for anybody else. Once again, not putting anybody down who's still doing it. I wanted to get out of it. So when I got to be an executive secretary and I had a really fancy position with a really fancy boss, I thought that was it. And then I realized, whoa, wait a minute. I'm 30 years old and I'm stuck at this desk all day. I don't care how glamorous some people think it is. I'm stuck at a desk all day. And I thought to myself, well, I'll come back and do this when I'm 50. I thought 50 was old then. <laughs> anyway, the point is, until you sit down and really evaluate what you might have an aptitude for it. It wasn't until I had people say to me, you know, you ought to try talk radio. I never thought about it. I realistically never did, even though I listened to talk radio from the time I was in my 20s. Never thought I'd be a talk show host. So if you're listening to this and you're a millennial or you're not sure what you need to be doing with your life yet, take stock. Ask the people around you, what do you think I'd be good at? Because for me, I always had an opinion. I always liked to talk and I always liked to read. And these are things you have to do and skills you have to have if you want to be a talk show host. If you don't like doing the work, forget it. You're not going to be up to speed. You're not going to have any knowledge of anything. You have to have all these skills. So have the people around you 
maybe give an opinion about what they think you'd be suited for, and it may not at all be what you're choosing. And remember, ultimately, as I sign my show off every single day, I mention that God has created you for a purpose. He's got a special purpose for you. And when he's got that purpose for you, then when times get tough, and Lord knows I've been through it with my job and things like that, you know that God's got me here for a reason? Clearly he does, because my detractors have tried to keep me off the air for probably the last 12, 13, uh, going back farther than that. About 15 years, I've had people trying to get me off the air. So clearly God wants me to be here and I will do my job as unto the Lord and do the best I possibly can until he wants me to do something else. I mean, there are things I'd like to do in life besides talk radio. (laughs) Believe me, but I don't have time. (laughs) So in the meanwhile, I'm doing what God called me to do and that's communicating. So Figure out what it is that you're really good at naturally. And if you've got kids who are in the 20s, sit down with them. Have other people sit down with them and say, this is what I think you're good at that you might not even realize. If I had only dreamed when I was in high school that I could get paid to talk, it wasn't until I got much older that I went, wait a minute, maybe I could get paid to do something I'm naturally good at instead of constantly being told to shut up and calm down and do these jobs that I'm not suited for, right? That's what you need to do. And I think that'll make your life a lot better. And stay off the social media. Stop comparing your lives to them because maybe that's all they did today was make a video. Meanwhile, you read a book, walked your dog, spent some time with your family. You can't compare yourself to anything you see on social media because it's all a complete lie. As one of my radio friends always says, it's a highlight reel. It is. It doesn't show the reality of anybody's life. Remember, God's created you for a purpose. So once you find it, I think you'll be all set. I'm Heidi Harris. Remember, you can find me live weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. on AM 670 KMZQ in Las Vegas. If you're in Vegas, you can hear me, of course, on your radio. If you're not in Vegas, you can listen live at a link that's on HeidiHarris.com. HeidiHarris.com. And my books are there and all that information, podcast archives and blog posts and all that stuff at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, remember, I'm saying it again, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Well,